Good morning and welcome back. It has been a long time since we have been here. We took all of Advent off and today it is just me. Eric and Sam are hunting with some people from our church and so I am on by myself and what I'm going to do is just introduce this new series that we have which is called New Year, New You and we are talking about how God makes all things new and how exciting that is especially in a time like we live in when we're really looking for all things <laughs> to be new we survived 2020 kind of barely and here we are with the hope of a new year and that is something we can be thankful for so what we're going to do during this series in january and i think now that we weren't expecting to not be together this day this is kind of a last minute hunting trip so we were going to kick it off today, but instead I'm just going to intro it. And next week we will start talking about the new life and the new creation that we have in Jesus. We're going to be using a famous verse. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. And we'll follow that up with a new hope that we have uh, in Jesus Christ. We're born into a living hope, Peter says. And then we'll talk about the new purpose we have. And finally, we'll wrap up with the new future that we have. But today, I just kind of want to talk a little bit about how God makes all things new. We serve a God who is very interested in second chances, fresh starts, new beginnings, and we all need that. The Bible says his mercies are new every single morning, and we can trust in that, that we don't need a new year to begin again. We don't even need a new day. We just need this moment. And that's a great, great joy. But the first thing he does is he restores. God restores all things. That's what he's in the business of doing since the beginning. And after the fall, he is restoring all things, all people, all creation, all things. And um, the Bible says he even restores the days and the years, right? And we would like last year restored. Uh, in Joel 2.25, it says, I will repay you for the years that the swarming locusts ate. And I'm pretty sure the swarming locusts ate 2020. So God says he will restore the years that are lost to the effects of sin. And one day he will make all things new. Um, he did this throughout scripture. You know, we could come up with countless examples. But if you think of even Jacob, um, you know, he had a crazy family story with the brothers and his prized Joseph being, you know, given up for dead and entered into slavery and what. And at one point he says, you know, his days have been few and evil. But at the end of the story, as God has restored the family and the brothers come back to Egypt and they find Joseph in charge and Joseph forgives and the whole thing... <clears throat> The whole thing about how he says, you have intended this for evil, but God intended it for good. And Joseph is finally, I'm sorry, Jacob is finally able to see that God has truly blessed him. And so at the end of his life, he goes from thinking his days have been few and evil to seeing God restore all things. And he goes through his huge blessing for all, for all the sons. Jesus, of course, was in the business of restoration. He restored sight. He restored health. He restored life even, bringing people back to life. That is what God is about. So one way that we are new in Jesus is restoration. He restores. He also renames. 
Um, if you remember some famous biblical, you know, Abram became Abraham because his purpose was going to be different. He was going to be the father of many nations. Strangely, in Hosea, if you've ever read the book of Hosea, it's quite an interesting story. But, you know, these children of his, one of whom was named No Mercy, that's nice, right, was changed to My Loved One. Another child was named Not My People, and his name was changed to My People. God renames those he puts to a new purpose. And of course, the most famous example is Saul, who has turned to Paul. And everyone knows Saul was, you know, breathing out murderous threats against the Christians and imprisoning them and doing all sorts of things. He stood by as Stephen was stoned for his belief in Jesus. And yet God spoke dramatically to him on the road to Damascus, closed his eyes, I'm sorry, closed his eyes, and then had the Holy Spirit open them three days later. And um, he became a believer and became Paul and had an entirely new and world-changing ministry and mission. You and I might not get a new name. I think in past times, you know, you had a baptismal name. It was kind of your new name for your new life. But we do get a new identity when we are in Jesus. And that's a lot of what we're going to be talking about next week, probably, when we cover if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And then finally, so he restores, he renames, and of course, he resurrects. That's the third way he makes all things new. Dead things come back to life in Jesus Christ. That's the beauty of the story of Jesus, and that's the beauty of the story of our lives. Dead things come back to life. And I know we're looking forward to that in the new year, and we hope that we see great things happen in our own lives and in our communities and in our world. And so that's what we're going to be talking about. It's going to be much more interesting when Eric is back and we can have a little back and forth. But I just wanted to pop in here today and say hello, say Happy New Year, and say I hope you will join us for the next coming weeks. New Year, new you. And if you are looking for a way to start again, start fresh this year, I've got two opportunities for you. Number one, Eric's teaching a class on Wednesday nights about how to read the Bible, how to have a quiet time, how to start your day with Jesus. That will be Wednesday nights in January at seven o'clock at the church. And that's going to be a great, a great uh, series. And then the Women's Retreat, Women's One Day 2021, January 30th, 9 to 3. You can sign up online. I'm going to be talking about how God does make all things new. In Isaiah 43, it says, See, I am about to do a new thing. And we're going to be talking about the game changer that 2020 really was in our lives. And yet, we're going to be focusing on the ultimate game game changer in the world, and that is Jesus Christ. So it's going to be a great day. Sign up online at our website at St. John. And both of those things I hope you take advantage of. So happy new year, podcast friends. We are looking forward to talking to you next week about being a new creation in Christ. All things old are gone. All things new are here.